welcome to Kashrus on the Air. This is your weekly radio show dealing with kosher issues for the kosher consumer, and I'm your host, Rabbi Yosef Wickler, editor of Kashrus Magazine. And tonight we have a very special guest. We have Norman Balasiano, who's uh, who's the Angels of Debt, and also. Very known for well, Angels of Death, where he's been about 14, 15, 15, years. 15 years, but he was also now known as Angels of Health and a good friend of ours. And uh, I, I want to welcome to the uh, to the Kashos on the Air station, I want to uh, the show, I want to welcome Norman Balasiano. Thank you so much, Rabbi Ripper, and it's so uh, it's such a pleasure to be here. I'm so happy you invited me. I have so much, uh, such so many messages that I'd love to. Um, to, to, to transmit to people. But at first, I'm going to start by telling you how I actually started Angels of Death. That's what I wanted to ask first. It's a interesting <laughs> story. It's an interesting story. So for, for years, I've been trying to take care of my health. Now, I have, I'm working in a very high-stress industry, Angels of Debt, people's problems all day long. Um, and usually, debt is not the root of the problem. The root of the problem is something else that caused the debt, and it, it snowballs. So I'm here listening to people, giving my heart to try to help them. And at times, it was extremely stressful. In my office, I started to get stomach pains while I'm on the phone with an attorney begging him to accept, uh, have mercy on a, a client that I'm dealing with. And I feel something happening. I had a perforated ulcer, a hole opened up in my stomach. I had to call Hatzalah, emergency, went to the hospital. In the hospital room, I said, you know what? Angels of health is now born. Why is wow. that? Because I was, <laughs> e I was eating very healthy and exercising every day of the week. The problem is that if a person is exercising and eating right and sleeping right, stress overpowers everything and will destroy. So if a person is stressed out and cannot manage the stress but is doing everything else right, it's it, it it will not it will not count, the 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 efforts of the eating right, and the sleeping right, and the exercise will not have an effect if a person is constantly stressing their nervous system, because the nervous system has to is in charge of thriving. If a person can't thrive, they're getting sick. Person has to thrive. Person has to go out and has to do what they're capable of. And the person who sits down and doesn't do anything, eventually his mind will start to. So let me ask you, we got the, we got the square one now. We, we found out how you started. Now tell me, what did you do to become the angel of debt, of, of, of health? How, how, did you make your, how did you take angels of debt and, and make yourself now somebody who could help somebody else? So what I, did you have? So you I, must have trained yourself somewhere. So, I, I, yes, I went to Hippocrates Health Institute seven years ago. I found a place in West Palm Beach, Florida. It's called Hippocrates Health Institute. This is an institute that teaches you the emet, the truth about health, foods, water, sleep, all the main components of a healthy life. And they teach you, they give you the scientific facts, they feed you also, it's a kosher place. And it's it has the okay certification. Yes. It is a raw, plant-based diet. There is nothing cooked. So when you go to the buffet, what's there? All greens, and they're raw. So you have to manage. The only way to manage is with the dressings. You have to figure out which dressings make it taste good. And I'm, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to continue. So I finished a three-week program, 
And I started to live this lifestyle, limiting meat only on Shabbos and Yom Tov, and really limiting my consumption of animal products. Still eating animal products because this is what we were raised with and we don't know of anything else. Slowly but surely, I started to feel the benefits. I look at my skin, actually looking like I'm getting younger, not getting older. And that's the truth. Energy, have the ability to play with my children, the ability to go out and stay out and not, not get tired so quickly. So I said, there is something here. So I continued to learn. Now, um, I was fortunate, fortunate enough recently in the month of June, which just passed, to be in Hippocrates on a nine-week program. Nine weeks? Nine weeks. That's a long That's time a long to get for it. But it was supported by my family, and it was supported by Hashem. He made it so easy for me to go there. Mm-hmm. My business ran by itself. Well, the one the reason it runs by yourself is because you have your two sons involved, but and a third one, son-in-law coming in. They're calling me with problems all day long. I'm there, <laughs> no problems all of a sudden. Yeah. So it, it really, it was meant to be that I should go complete this program. Because, right. And since I came back, I'm sharing it with everybody who I bump into, and they're embracing it because it's time. People are seeing what the light, how the lifestyle we live is starting to catch up. So I always say Hashem should bless every bite we take. We should bless, get blessed, even though we're not exercising, even though we're not living a, a healthy. He should protect us. But at the same time, I think He wants us to educate ourselves. And so we got to do something. We can't just rely on the Somechan and Nais. He gave us this man or this institute, for example, we'll use this one, to teach us and to understand what, what, is, what we're doing to our bodies and why is it important to drink the proper water, not just filtered water. What's the advantage of it? I watched people reverse all sorts of different cancer with these foods. Uh, they a little are, scary. What you say? I can't. Be, we can't make any uh, I'm not claims. Making, yeah, I watched it, so it's yeah. something I saw with my own eyes. I'm not claiming. What do you mean? I just. I don't want to belabor this because no, no, this, this because this is a little dangerous. We I'm, may be stepping over the ground. Let, well, let me ask you. You saw people who had certain symptoms, and they and they and they didn't I've exhibit seen, them afterwards. Saw people with cancer. So you have to hear me out here. Now they did their scientific homework, and they took every source they can find on what causes cancer and what feeds it. So the first thing they'll say is sugar feeds it. Stop eating sugar. So they they do everything there to stop feeding the cancer. Mm-hmm. And they give you live raw foods, rich in enzymes, rich in vitamin and mineral, put you in a place of, it's, it, looks like, it looks like Gan Eden, and the body automatically starts to take to it and heal. You, the person is no longer feeding the cancer. I'm not saying that everyone who goes there is healed of their... Is this a, what they used to call macrobiotic diet? Or is it similar? It, 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 it's, it's Because they used to do that for, it's for cancer. It's similar, but this is much more strict in the sense where they attack every single component. So it's not just the food. It's not just the food. It's how many hours are you sleeping? Is Are you stressed out? Is there, are there any emotions that are trapped? Because What do they do for the stress part? So they first, they have psychotherapists over there. You sit with a psychotherapist and you talk. And everybody always has what to say, what's in their heart. What's What's bothering them. What's bothering them. And they help you deal with it. They don't even tell you what to do. You hear yourself and you hear yourself giving your own solution. And if if you want to take care of yourself and you're really motivated to take care of yourself, you'll start to make the necessary steps 
to make the changes because you figured it out. You just have to hear yourself speak. You have to hear yourself. So that's what they do with the stress. Why did, I'm just interrupting you here a little bit. Why did you feel you wanted this program for the nine weeks oh, when you already so this were? Is a very, I mean, you're the maven. Everybody's coming, running to you. So <laughs> it's a very, very good question. And I'm going to tell you, I only figured it out the day of graduation. Yeah. So here I am, and I'm asking Hashem. I'm speaking to him in English. Hashem, why did you? Why am I here? <laughs> why, how did I get here? I left my family, but Hashem, I have six children, grandchildren, yeah, just had yeah, a baby granddaughter. Mazal tov. Thank you. Why are you putting me in this place? And, and, and also, one Orthodox woman was there. So we brought Judy. It balanced out the whole class. It was just myself and one other Orthodox person. So we had Judaism there. Alone, it would not have been the same. I would have, I, I needed that person to be there. So I'm going to continue. So on the last day of graduation, I'm asking God, why am I here? Why did you put me to this, in this place? Then I realized, wait a minute. In 1965, unfortunately, my parents lost a seven-year-old boy to a brain tumor. Mm -hmm. I was born in 1966. It, I realized I was born to kind of heal my parents, and I was bred as such since then. I'm a sensitive man, one that you, you never met a sensitive person like me. <laughs> you, you can get me to cry after I yell at you. <laughs> okay, but I'm a very sensitive person, and when I come into contact with people, I have a very calming effect. And calmness heals. So if a person is calm... That's when healing can begin. So I realized I am here to get as much knowledge as possible, to come back and to share it. Today I was on the phone with a client who's in debt, and I hear his voice. And I said, can I ask you a question? What did you eat for breakfast? <laughs> How many hours did you sleep last night? Do you exercise? What's your waist size? What's your height? What do you eat every night? All the, and I said, you need to change to support your debt crisis because you have too much taxing you. So, okay, you're in debt. If you were living a healthy lifestyle, you can, you're easier to cope with it. So you're, you're, you're piling on all this pressure onto yourself. So th this is one way I can immediately implement the things that I learn when I'm dealing with clients who are in debt. And, and it was beautiful because... In, in a matter of a minute, he started to open up and tell me I have high blood pressure and I take medication for it. I have diabetes. And I, I asked him what he, he's eating all the wrong foods. So I gave him advice on what foods he should avoid and what foods he should eat. And God willing, he's going to start and I'm going to follow up with him. People think that they need to just avoid bad foods, but that's not the whole, that's not the secret. The secret is to take in healthy foods, to take in live foods, rich, uh, rich with in enzymes, they, mm -hmm. enzymes, live, live foods, live foods create instant health for our body. So the foods that we cook, we are destroying most of the vitamins, or if not all of them. So when we cook vegetables, they're, they're destroying them. So what? So how do we live then? How you're eating vegetables? How are we living? Uh, it's amazing how Hashem created the body. We create, we produce vitamins. So sometimes a person is unable to produce the vitamins necessary to thrive, but for the most part, if a person is healthy, they'll eat vegetables that are scorched. 
it will, the body will still produce vitamins enough to, to get by, to, to live. But if you're eating foods that the vitamins have not been destroyed and that they're all raw and that they're fresh and that they're uh, organic, which is very, very important. They get, there was a whole two days lesson on the damage of, of, of what we do to ourselves with not eating organic. So that I will not eat anything that is non-organic again after this nine weeks of clobbering me in the head about organic. So a person has to take in positive nutrients, not just eliminate negative. So it's one thing to eliminate negative. It's one thing to take in positive. It's the positive that's going to help a person to, to become healthy, to heal of any, God forbid, of any diseases, and, of course, to live a long life. So to live a long life, the secret is not to put bad stuff in your body and not to put bad stuff in your mind. The mind is so important. It's equal. It's equal. So let's try to take a little bit of, of what you're saying and, and understand it a little bit better in small pieces. Uh, you're talking about taking certain foods are going to be intrinsically bad for us and certain foods are going to be intrinsically good for us. Uh, obviously, you mentioned the raw vegetables. Now, you, I, I think that you probably have a few more things on the table on an average meal aside from raw vegetables. I do. So, so tell us a little bit about okay. how you decide, you know, what is considered good or, or this other thing that we were talking about before uh, about going piece by piece instead of trying to jump in completely. Then maybe we have to sneak that in here too. Okay. So my diet is very strict. So I eat sprouts. Sprouts are, is a live food loaded with protein, full protein, and loaded with all the nutrients that a body could uh, that needs, including chlorophyll, which is life. So chlorophyll is life. I will have sprouts loaded onto an Ezekiel organic sprouted wrap, which is a is a adama. So all my food items are adama berachot. I don't they barely have any mesonot uh, items. And I will put um, veggie burgers. My wife is very creative. Any kind of vegetable, she will make a patty, a patty out of this vegetable. Now, we add tahina. We're big on tahina, so we make it ourselves, or a hummus, or a dressing that we make ourselves. And the key is the dressing, by the way. The key is the dressing and the wrap. So I am forcing... Why is it the key? Because it makes the meal they taste... taste like, yeah, yeah, normal. Yes, yeah. I like food. You have to, eat, you have to like enjoy food. yourself. Yeah. The sprouts, I cannot even... I can't even look at them if I don't have the other toppings to, uh, to, to allow... It is what allows me to actually eat them. So I'm, it's disguised with the rest of my food, but it is the majority of my food. So the sprouts, I buy a big bunch. I spend $500 a week on sprouts that get shipped <laughs> from Florida. I'm actually in the process of building a greenhouse in my house in New Jersey so that I can grow my own, so I can grow my own sprouts. And this is what the majority, this is the main, the main meal is the sprouts, the veggie burger, which I, which you asked me earlier, how does a person jump into this without going right. into fanatical? Right. Seven years, eight years, um, it took me to work into having a, a dinner of sprouts, which people laugh at. They look at this, this is what you're eating? You broke the fast on a sprout? So it took me that long. But for a person who's starting regular what would you, what would you tell them? Regular for, salad. Don't regular worry salad. about this. Regular That's what salad, I'm up to. Go ahead. Regular salad. <laughs> Put it in that wrap yeah. so that you get full. Get, the, get a dressing of your choice, even if the dressing is not the healthiest. So, the, it, it, again, it, it takes time to educate yourself, and it takes time to know what's good, what's bad. 
And there are so many labels that you cannot, you cannot trust labels today. That's another thing my a project will talk about one day. Angels of Health has to We can't do it all. Let's go back okay. to this question. Wait, no, let me stop you in the middle because this is very important. Okay. What we're saying is, I mean, at least what the husband Norman is saying, is that we got to go step by step. So if you can attract yourself to eating a salad, and the only way you're going to get to in that salad is because you're going to put some kind of dressing on, and, and the even veggie, if, uh, yeah, veggie and burger. the veggie wrap, and even though it's not it's not a perfect situation, and maybe you're not buying organic yet <laughs> or whatever, or you're not you're just whatever is but not following your exact recipe, it's going to change a lot. It's going to change a lot. Yes, it's going to change the way a person feels. So energy will increase right away. Why is that? Because it's much less work on the digestive system. A meal like this is much less work to digest. It's very, the, the digestive system is the engine of a person's body. So it takes much less work for the body to digest the foods when you're eating light foods. But to take it slowly is the way to go. Because if a person moves too quickly in this, they'll fall out of it. It's too, it's, it, is a, it is a very difficult, like anything else where there is success, there's difficulty. And there's trial and error. And there's a tremendous amount of effort to put in. So those things have to be done, and it takes time to do that. It doesn't happen overnight. So all big successes rarely happen overnight. It's possible, but it's not overnight. So I always recommend that even rice, if ri- I'm not recommending rice, but I recommend if you love rice, it's not a meat item during the week. It's not something that may, it's okay, a jasmine rice, a little bit of rice, unless a person is diabetic. If a person is diabetic, well, let's see, you, it's been, didn't you touch on diabetic? Maybe we'll discuss a little bit more about it because there are probably all listeners that are, are diabetic or it's pre-diabetic. It's sad how many people are diabetic, and it's, it's because of the American system. It's epidemic. Yes, it's the American system, and the Jews fell into it. And it's in Israel, by the way. Israel is no different in terms of the diet. Same. And the, and the pharmaceuticals and the medical system. It's based on the same model. So I'm not going to judge the model, but I know that the model is designed more for profit. It's not designed for well-being. So if a person, instead of treating a person, you tell the person you have to lose weight. So you go to a doctor and tell him I have diabetes, he'll give you medication. He will barely touch on lose weight and this is what you should eat. You'd be lucky if he has time to tell you how to, to change your diet. He'll, he may touch on it, but he'll spend two minutes. Two minutes, that's all. He'll give you the medication, which is designed to keep to, to, the medication is designed to take for life. Why? Because if you don't change the diet, you're going to need it for life. You have to change the diet, then get rid of the medication. Diabetes is the easiest thing to deal with. It's easy. So is heart disease. It's easy to deal with. It's lifestyle. Those two items are lifestyle. And that's probably, besides cancer, the top causes of death right now. Well, let's is take it, both of those. Let's take the diabetes a little bit more. Give the, you an idea. The what, heart disease, what, not the well, diabetes. You, you, okay, the heart let's, disease is the cause of death. Okay, let's, let's take first the diabetes because we're still there. Tell me what you would recommend to somebody who is diabetic right now that would help him or her to maybe get off the meds or at least to help them. Okay, so the first thing is they should be, co- they should be in touch with a physician that cares about them and that understands that food could help them. So they should definitely stay with their doctor and not, not run away from their doctor. But they should eliminate, not reduce, eliminate all items that have sugar, including fruits. Dairy, out the window. The person cannot rid of diabetes completely unless they get rid of dairy. Any types of bread, no bread. 
any types of any high starchy items they turn into sugar right away they convert themselves into sugar and it wreaks havoc, havoc on the blood the blood levels and what about your wraps the wraps, the wraps don't work? are sprouted ezekiel it is no there's no, no problem no and there is a cheat one that tastes a little better and it is a mesonaut item and i wouldn't necessarily recommend it to someone who's full-blown diabetic but for uh, a person that is is improving and that eventually um, is a, is gets off of the medicine and is feeling better can now introduce those things back into their diet in moderation and be fine. So they can start to eat those things in moderation. But now it's a it's you must be strict. You must be strict, and and you have a very good chance of, of eradicating it. That's the amazing thing. Chances are you're gonna you'll you'll you don't need you won't live with diabetes if you just follow a very strict program. Which, we, which also they will say to eliminate animal products. I know it's very difficult to do that, and I'm not even saying that one should do that. That's something, that after doing your own research, you decide if that's what's good for you. But they say that eliminating for the, for the short term will assist in, in, in the, the, the eradication of the diabetes. Again, it... it Eating animal products creates a lot of work for the body. It it's heavy, in you know, in a way to understand it, it's heavy, and it takes a lot of work to break it down. Whereas vegetables do not take much work to break down, and they break themselves down because they're rich in enzymes. Now let's hear about the the heart disease. What would you recommend to people with that? All and what they taught us: all animal products stop. All, yeah. Get the get permission from the rabbi because of your condition, because of your health, your medical condition. They say that there's almost a guarantee that one can reverse their heart disease if they cut down or cut out all the animal products. Nothing to feed the heart disease, and oils as well. Oils, so so plant oil, is also something to be that you have to be use in moderation. Just because it's a it's a safflower, right. it's not doesn't mean because it's safflower or pumpkin seed oil you can you pour all all that you want on your salad. You have to take it easy because of the arteries and cholesterol. What would be the lowest? What would be the what would be the least dramatic? Explain. Which would be the safest oil? So the the plant based are the safest. And in very, very moderate, very little, especially with heart disease, I would say that even, (laughs) not even to put oil, not even to put oil, but it is almost, um, it is almost a guarantee that a person, depending on how, where they are with their disease. So if a a person has started to develop heart disease, they have a chance to immediately reverse it. A person has gone through surgeries; they need to adapt the diet like this so that they do not relapse, so they do not find themselves in the hospital again. Yeah, so it's very important. But they also mentioned the, all the procedures that they do with the heart. The heart attacks is not even something that works. I'm not going to get into that now because that's for doctors to debate, and I'm not a doctor. But they teach you that it doesn't even work. It's a short-term thing, and and usually a person changes their diet because they just went through this. So we don't even know what's really working at the end of the day. A person is forced to change their diet. 
And if they don't change the diet, you know what ends up happening? Not good. Right. Not right, good. Right. Right. In most cases, not good. So, what? When people come to you and they, you know, they, they say they tried it, and it's it's very very hard. What what do you, what? How do you uh, give them a little inspiration? So I tell, I ask them what. So I ask them, how do you feel on a regular basis? Not a little tired, sluggish. Um, what is your sleep like? It's very, um, very poor. Do you have energy to exercise? No. Do you have? Um, do you like to go out and 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 uh, walk in the park? No, I don't have energy. So I'm touching on all the things that we have as a gift to pleasure ourselves on our free time with the family. Don't you want to do those things? Don't you want to be able to do things and feel good about doing them and also know that what you're doing is most likely going to extend your life from what the data the data that we get indicates, that you extend your life. So, yes, I, the body is an amazing, amazing creation. It, we're born... Before we're born, we're perfect. As soon as we hit atmosphere, it's downhill from there. But the body has the ability to rebound. So whatever toxins it gets fed, the body converts them and gets rid of them. But it comes a time where a person is starting to age, and that system is not as effective. So when I'm talking to someone who's starting to age, I, I try to explain to them that what should motivate you is your body does not work the same way it used to work when you were 15 or 16. It's very hard to get a young person to do it unless that young person is very interested in the way they look. They want to look in the mirror. They look good. <laughs> so they have muscle. That's what they want. An older person, you can talk about that the body is not the same anymore. It's not. And it's not going to, you know, you're playing against odds. So you could, you can, of course, continue to pray. <laughs> Hashem should bless every bite you take, but you're playing against odds. And we're given good information today. So this is not information that's not verifiable. It's verified. The studies are, are being conducted by reputable organizations, even the organizations that, that provide this addictive foods that we eat. Re they provide the research because they know you're addicted anyway, just like the cigarette companies do. Right. The commercials, they tell you don't smoke, but they know you're so hooked. They even tax you. They even raise the prices and you still buy them. Mm -hmm. So it, it's, it's a no-win situation unless you educate yourself and you make a decision. I want to live a healthier life and I want to, I want to change... I want to change the lives of my family and their children and their children's children. And then the future generations will have a chance to live medication-free. That's 70%. very important. Very, very important because we had the situation with the cigarettes where people, you know, they were, they were older already and they were smoking for so many years. And so what's going to happen to me? What's going to happen to me? But people gave it up because they said their kids don't, should, they don't want their kids to smoke right. anymore. Yeah. That's, 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 that was very important. 70% of the people that you bump into take some sort of medication. Something. America is the leading nation of pharmaceutical sales. Over 50% of pharmaceutical sales is contributed to America. We are 4% population of the world. Amazing. Over 50% of Amazing. the pharmacy. Can verify it. It goes up. It's 55%. Brainwash of the system. Yeah. 
It's probably- let, let me uh, take you aside for a second. Um, well, first of all, I think I'd like to hear a little bit more about this uh, Dr. Brian uh, Clement, because we, we are working together. And the people who are listening in to this Kashas on the Air, we're trying to work towards a, a program with this uh, Dr. Brian Clement from the Hippocrates Health Institute in uh, West Palm Beach, Florida. And he's going to be here on, on August 8th. I don't know if it's going to happen here or there, or we're trying. We're trying to get either it's going to be in Deal or it's going to be in the mountains. Right now we, we're in the between, and uh, we're trying to set something up because I think it will be valuable for our people to meet this gentleman. But tell me a little bit about him and, and what... And what's so unique about him? And, um, you know, anything positive? I'm going to tell you. So 60 years ago. Do we have a place? Do we have a number in case people want, or an email, or somebody, somebody, if people want to find out about that program? On, they can on, email me, Norm at Angels of Health. Well, it's a little, we'll slow, a little slower. We'll give it to them at the end. Well, he'll say it again now. Norm, Norm N-O-R-M, yeah. at angelsofhealth.com. Okay. And okay. also the angelsofhealth.com website has the entire program on there. But we're, we're the geared up to hopefully have it on, on August 8th, and it either it'll be in the Catskills or it'll be in Deal. That's what it seems like right yes. now. And the time would be somewhere around 7.30 or maybe as early as 6 o'clock for people to meet the doctor and uh, 7.30 for the actual program to end about 9.30 and uh, the questions and, and before and afterwards and no charge. Please listen to that. There's no charge whatsoever to come, to hear him, to speak to him. Zero dollars and zero cents. That's the program. Ask him any questions you want. Any questions related related to health and wellness. And he will debate with doctors. He'll debate with scientists. He'll debate with any person that wants to discuss. And if they're right, they'll say you're right. And if they're not right, he'll tell them what the right information is based on the topic. So tell me a little bit about him, because uh, I have never so, okay. had the so opportunity. So Hippocrates Health Institute was founded 60 years ago by a woman by the name of Anne Wigmore. She was very, very ill, and she lived on a farm, and she used to watch the cows. This is a true story. She used to watch the cows chew on grass all day long, and she looked at the sizes of them and said, it's amazing how they're eating grass. <laughs> they're growing well they're, fat. They're, yeah. they're, yes. So she literally ripped the grass out of the ground. Yes, true story. And started to eat grass every day. Every day she I hope she had something grass. else. She, she was 80, 90 pounds, but she survived. And they founded Hippocrates Health Institute. Brian Clement, 40 years ago, became a guest there because he was addicted to sugar <laughs> and junk. He'd tell you himself he smoked marijuana. He smoked cigarettes. He ate junk food. He, wasn't, he drank. He did all hard, things that were hurting his body. He went to Hippocrates. He fell in love with the lifestyle. He fell in love with the fact that he was able to kick. He tells you he, he just kicked his sugar addiction 40 years later. He's, he tells the <laughs> truth. I am still addicted to sugar. So it took him 40 years to kick it. So, what did he, so he became, he took the place over. She passed away, and he took the place over, him and his wife. They're both doctors. What's so unique is you have thousands of people coming in and out of there every year. They give blood. So you have to, you, you sit down, you see the doctor, and they take your blood. And they ask you, how, they ask if a person is coming there with a disease, they, they know, and they put it in the file. 
after the three-week stay, because the three-week stay is recommended, you can go for one week or two weeks, but the three-week stay, it's called the Life Transformation Program, they take the blood again and the weight, and they keep this data, and they've, com they've kept it and they've processed this data for 40 years, and they did not change the food that they serve for 40 years. So every, it's an amazing concept because they, they created their own statistics, their own studies based on how they do things. So now Brian Clement, there's a lot of controversy because people were going to this place and hearing that the, it, you can... You can help somebody physically, can, but, but serious stuff. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. So it was controversial. So what happened while somebody was there? They died there from cancer. So they wanted to persecute him and crucify him. But he was able to prove that what he's doing is still the, the right thing for people who may be suffering from a very heavy disease. And you can't win them all. And that's life. You can't win them all. But he, when people go there, I witness with my own eyes. I, I see with my own eyes what's going on over there. People barely alive. So there are three categories of people that go to this place. One is a person who's healthy and wants to be become healthier and learn because there's a lot to learn. There's a lot to learn about toxin toxins. There's a lot to learn about how to take care of the teeth without the root canals and without the, the, the things that dentistry tells you is the right thing for you because they, they believe that dentistry is connected to many diseases if it's not done properly. So that's another teaching that they uh, share. Um Holistic dentistry, they recommend. So what is that? Holistic dentistry is, is they try not to pull your tooth out. They do everything to save your tooth. They do everything not to do the root canal. They do everything that if they pull your tooth out and put a bridge, not the root canal. They believe root canals are not healthy. That's for another day to talk about. But So you have a person who is healthy, wants to become healthier, wants to learn. Keep in mind, there are about 40 hours a week of lectures. So there are lectures that you should go to and listen to what they're saying, and, and it's all educational. Then there are people who are extremely sick and that the doctors cannot help them anymore. They've taken medicines, and they don't. there's no way that, that um, whatever they're being given is looks good for them. They tell the doctor, they're saying it doesn't look good. So they, they go there. Then there are people that refuse the the, the treatments. Uh -huh. They don't want any of this. They're already convinced that this is all... The, the chances are that they, they'll be do, they, they'll do them in. So they're their alternative. The foods, the wheatgrass, they give wheatgrass four ounces a day. Algae. Algae is the source of life. Algae is the source of life. We drink it every day. We drink green juices that have sprouts, celery, and cucumber every day, twice a day. We drink wheatgrass twice a day, two ounces. They say that that's all a person needs to live, and I believe it. But you're not eating that stuff now. You're I still, sure you're am. Not, you're eating like that? Yes, I am. Uh -huh. Every day, we juice wheatgrass. So I'm going to bring something in that's a little bit personal, but I think it's something to mention because it's a real experience. It's something that I went through with my wife, and it's something that um, is important for people to hear because they should be educated. So... I embrace this lifestyle. My wife is not a big eater, but she eats anything she wants, but not a lot. She's a thin woman. <sighs> Unfortunately, she was diagnosed with a, a breast situation. Okay? 
and the recommendation is surgery and other treatments that are very, very um, taxing on the body. And they don't really give you much of a choice. They don't tell you. They don't tell you that there is. They don't say there is no other way to reverse this. This is what you have to do. You have to have it removed, and that means removing either most of it or the entire. And it also means that the other one has something that we've just located. We and that's really what happened. So. I have been going to this place for seven years. It's not the first. I've been to Hippocrates every now and then. I go to recharge and to, re, to, to detox because I always retox. So I, de- <laughs> I detox. And, and so I immediately called Hippocrates and asked to speak to Brian Clement. And I told him about what my wife has. It's called DCIS. And he said, Norman, come with your wife. That's all he said. He's not. He wasn't going to tell me it would. The lifestyle here could reverse it. He wasn't. He didn't say any of those things. He said, "Come with your wife." I said, "Are you sure, Brian?" He said, "I'm positive." We got there. Him and his wife gave my wife a full protocol on what to do. And the first thing they said is, "Do not take another mammogram. Do not do another biopsy." They believe, and according to their research and studies, that those things potentially bring it on. Anything you squish when it potentially is sick, you're risking bursting it. Anything you punch with a needle when there's a potential sickness, you are taking a risk. So they said, don't do it. And furthermore, I said, well, how are we going to test this in the future? MRI, no contrast, no dye. We tell the surgeon now, he says, we don't do that. No such thing. No such thing. So there's a there there is a, another test that could be take it, taken, and I have this uh, this device. It is a uh, it, it, it measures the heat. It measures it measures the energetic health of the body. It's sold in Russia as a medical device, but in America it is only uh, for wellness. So it cannot be used for medical diagnose, diagnosis. It's for me and my wife. I can do it, use it the way I want to use it. So we, we know already based on the studies that the doctors did with the MRI and with the other, with the other tests, and now we're monitoring it with, th- with something that, that does not harm. There are no side effects, so we can see. But they taught us that if this thing will go away if... They said go away. That, that's, the, those are the, that's the language he used. If you don't feed it. So it's a matter of feeding it. Do not feed it. But they, she met, they mentioned that stress is also a, a feeds mm, it, mm. and they furthermore say that's where it comes from. Really, that's where it comes from. That's that's what they say. It comes from stress. So my wife drinks wheatgrass every day, four ounces. I juice it for her. So there's also when a husband does this with love for his wife, there's refua in that. So the person who's handing the wheatgrass over or buying it and making sure that it's fresh and cleaning it and preparing it, that also contributes to the refuah. It's not just drink it. So I believe that doing this as a team together and doing it with pure love and sincerity is, is helping. So now when people see her, they tell her, you look, you're glowing and you look younger than ever. So... I don't want to speak too soon because we have we, we still have to continue to monitor it. Things look good. Things so far look good. Wheatgrass, she drinks. She drinks green juices twice a day. 
she, broccoli sprouts have been known to be a very major anti-cancer food. Studies are all over the place. Organic broccoli sprouts. You can grow them on your windowsill. That's the beautiful thing. It doesn't require soil. She eats them by the bushel, by the bundle. I have them shipped overnight from Florida, next day delivery. We always have them in the house. She changed her whole lifestyle. She does not eat fruit anymore. Why is that? They say sugar feeds it. So she does not eat any fruit whatsoever. People can eat fruit if they're healthy. and, they, and, and Fruit is okay in some instances. and It's another topic, but no fruit for a person that is has this kind of... So the reason why we chose to go in this direction is not because we're irresponsible. Because I did the research thoroughly, and I see that it's questionable. It's questionable what they do here. Definitely. It's questionable. They, they themselves admit that it's not... It's a, questionable. Right. Can go either way. And plus, they don't even have studies that are established of what happens to a person if they do nothing. Right. What kind of chutzpah is that? You're only going to tell me what happens to a person who does it, they live? What if you didn't do it? What happens? We don't know. So it's not even a fair... The testing is not... The, 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 the stats and the, 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 the data is not even reliable. And I believe that the whole process is so stressful that, God forbid, it could make it worse. Because the way they treat it is it's so urgent, and it's got to be done yesterday. And they literally called us, they called us three, four times, like car salesmen. When are you coming to do the surgery? When are you coming in? <laughs> right. So I don't know what their motive is. Do they really care about us? It could or be, could be. We just met them. It's not like the doctor. We know them for. We just met them. No, but they think it's a prudent thing. They that's where that's their that's the procedure. When we went to the surgeon and we decided, we told him out we're making a decision. This is what we, he called it a canyon ranch. Go to the canyon ranch. He, and so when I told him this is the decision we're making, he said, "You know what, Norman? I want to tell you something. There's still a lot we don't know about this disease." Mm-hmm. So he was kind of confessing that you're not crazy, right? You're not completely nuts by what you're doing. And when, furthermore, when we went there, they, they taught us that during the nine-week course that something like this takes a very long time to develop and sh- show itself. It does not happen overnight. It takes time. So it could be that surgery could be done if, God forbid, it was in later stages, not in such a pre-early stage to do something like this. On the contrary, they say that it could cause it to... Erupt, yeah, that rupture. So uh, this is a personal story, and it's something yeah, that... Yeah. Uh, Didn't it, expect you going in there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, let me ask you, while I have you here, a couple more things. Uh, abuse. You, you talked about, we're off the air, you were talking about abuse, that the, 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 the Jews and anybody have been abusing uh, the opportunity with the meat and with, the, with some of the animal products you want to talk a little bit about that? Uh, and yes, and uh, what, what, what was originally in Ghanaian, of course, we didn't eat then meat. And then later on, but they were given the korbanot. They were given the opportunity to eat meat on, on the Yom Tov. So how do, we, how do you deal with this? It's clear that it was given from mitzvot. It's right. clear. For the most part, it was given from mitzvot because it's hinted all over the Torah. It's in so many different places. Right. So it's not in the Torah. Eating on, on a Tuesday after a long day at work. It's all based around mitzvot, and it's a don't even eat the blood. It's right. bad. So 
Yes, and it's also for it, it was for also for chatat. Right. That's the <laughs> slaughtering an animal instead of you, instead right. of something right. happening. So it's and the it, blood it, comes right, out, it, and it's it supposed to feel that it, it was it's a, it's abused. Been you. It's abused. It was given as a privilege for to to make up and not 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 to abandon us completely because of of of, of the Gan Eden uh, saga. Yeah, right. yeah, it was given to us to to make up for what we lost because we lost something that was beautiful. So this is something that we were given to. It was it's completely abused. Uh, the, so, I'm going to ask you about this though. The the milk, see, milk is an animal product, and milk is part of our tradition, and it's something that uh, definitely was used. But I think in the old days, it was only children that drank milk. So I'll tell you what. It but was how a cheese, I think, was was something that we used to use. So milk is bad today, especially with the fact that we are living a more toxic life than ever. So we're, um, we're surrounded by toxicity. So our a body's ability to use milk to benefit us, it never really existed. I don't think milk ever really benefited a person, according to studies. So if you look at the studies of what milk really is good for, it's not really good for anything. It's not. You can get your vitamins and nutrients without taking in this stuff that is also causes disease at the end of the day. So uh, even for children, they don't recommend milk. They recommend organic. Uh, they, they recommend goat's milk. Right. Goat's milk. They do not recommend milk for children. But so g- the topic of, of milk, it's not really something that's beneficial. It's not. You may as well not drink it or have almond milk. It tastes good. And it's again, it's a money maker. So there's there's very there's many advertisements, billboards. It's the stock. The shelves are always stocked with milk. It's very accessible because the cows are very accessible. So they milk the cows, and they make money from milking the cows, and then they slaughter the cows, and they make money from that too. And what's happening on the planet, which I'm not even going to get into because I'm not so involved with save the planet, even though I would like to save my planet. So much water is consumed to keep animals alive. To heat a hamburger, 600 gallons of water. I don't know how they came up with this calculation, but <laughs> it's, it's, it's out there. 600 gallons of water for a hamburger. <laughs> the whole process of having the animal eat, slaughtered, and then in the house, and the person, and the waste involved. So the waste of the animal, the waste of the human being because of the animal is requiring a lot of water and that is affecting our global warming. We're talking about the toxins in the planet. Give us a little more on that if you can. So toxins are everywhere. So first of all, the pollution that's in the street, the chemicals in the house, all the cleaning supplies, all the shampoos, all the soaps, all those things are chemical. All of the products and the, the meat and the, 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 the mill, everything has got hormones in it. Everything is no longer the way it used to be. A chicken in the old days right. grew slowly. Yes. Today we take only a broiler. 
because we got him to grow very, very, very fast. Just a couple of weeks, he's doubled the size of the other kinds of chickens. And we use the hormones to get it up there. So in, in a sense, even though we're eating something that may have been eaten hundreds and thousands of years ago. It was not the same It's not the same. It's not the same quality. It's just like refined sugar. Before they refined it, it was was brown sugar. Then they figured out how to refine it. Now it's no longer what, what, sugar is no longer what it used to be. Now there's a hundred different names for sugar. Let me share with you uh, this little piece of uh, information just came across my desk today. On this station, maybe a month, month and a half ago, I don't remember how long ago it was, we talked about the Impossible Burger. The Impossible Burger is a uh, an imitation. Uh, it's a veggie burger. It, it was imitation hamburger, and it's uh, it's made by a company called Impossible. Uh, and uh, this company uh, decided to get the OU. And I said that I just came out that, like a couple of days before or that same day, and I came into the station and I told everybody about it, and I predicted it's going to be a tremendous cheeseburger, and that's going to be the future. Uh, this, uh, the reason why this is such an important uh, burger, or even the, the soy burger, is because it, it's, uh, they added a thing called heme, which is supposed to give it the taste and the, ch- uh, the, 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 texture. the texture and, and the also visuals. The, the visuals and also this, the, the juices flow out. It's going to look like a piece of meat. And uh, it seems that pretty effective. Of course, I'm reading something was put out, a promotional thing from a, a Jewish organization. But what's interesting is that, of course, right away, it became a uh, very popular cheeseburger. And this, they're discussing having it in two different places, one at Milchika restaurant and the Fleischika restaurant. Now, the Fleischika restaurant, there's no real cheese. So they have imitation stuff with that, too. So you have imitation this and imitation that. And the other one, where it's a dairy place, they actually add cheese. And the people, this was amazing to me. Here's a person who's well-known in the kosher field. And this particular person is, uh, I'm not going to mention who it is. This particular person is, uh, it talks about this this, uh, cheeseburger from the Impossible Cheeseburger. He says... It's, it was delicious. The texture, mouthfeel, and flavors were very similar, similar to a real beef burger. And the flavor of the cheeseburger, the first time I've ever had anything that's similar to meat with real cheese, was great. How does he know what cheeseburger tastes like? But the, the point is that uh, uh, they, they, they're, they're going crazy with this. And now, this, how, do you, how do you view this kind of product? Well, first thing, in all you familiar fairness, with the heme? Yeah, you familiar yeah, with the heme? I am, but in all fairness, I'd have to look at the ingredients. Good. And see if I don't know, and, and also the integrity of the company. Because right. Sometimes, um, what's on the box in terms of ingredients and what's really in in the food item may not be the same. So my opinion, in my opinion, is it sounds like it's processed, highly right. processed. Definitely. Plus Brian the Clemens, plus the, che- Brian plus the cheese will tell part. you do not eat it. Yeah, for sure. He say don't touch it. I would say, and I would say, um, proceed with caution. But it may be less damaging than the other items. That are real cheese. The real meat. Yeah, real meat on item. a regular basis. Right. So real meat on a regular basis. Whereas this on a regular basis, I, I don't know what would cause more harm faster, but I would assume that the real meat would. 
Right. So I would be cautious because, again, America is great at marketing. Right. And companies are great at marketing. And everything is based around addiction. Yes. So if this tastes so delicious that a person can get addicted to it, it's most likely not good for them. So that's really the test. If you want to know if an item is good or bad for you, do you get addicted to it? In most cases, you will not get addicted to sprouts. You will not get addicted to cucumbers. <laughs> you will not. <laughs> you can enjoy you, them, though. You, uh, you know what? Uh, just, uh, just jumping in, the time is running. You know, un- unbelievable. It's uh, almost hour that we're <laughs> together. And I just, uh, I want to jump here to ask some question about, okay, go you ahead. know, a, a certain, you know, uh, I, I look at about the, the, the about this doctor and this all this uh, uh, institute. It's amazing to see that there is, uh, you know, telling you that it's alternative med alternative. I be great believe in an alternative way of life. I would say. What about uh, Parkinson and other other diseases that? Uh, That's a very good question. Yeah. What about this? So I'll tell you, it's a good question, and I've asked that question. Because I know people with diseases that they say are irreversible, even with holistic aid. So I conclude that it can only help a person cope with whatever disease they have. If it doesn't reverse it or it doesn't improve it significantly, it can make coping it, coping with it. So instead of being on medication where a person is like a, a baked potato, they can be off medication, move a little bit, be part of the family a little bit, maybe not heal completely but it it has to benefit somewhat because it's purity it's pure food it's good it's putting good gas in your body so instead of making things worse it may slow down becoming worse that's my answer and i believe that is the correct answer uh okay this uh, this is a good answer but okay i suggest few questions that i know that the most the diseases right now that have like alzheimer uh parkinson Crohn's disease uh, it's again. This is same answer. Well, Crohn's is a is is something that they say can be treated with a holistic uh, way of life, including the foods, which is going to be the most important part. And they have a protocol of of uh, because it's hard for a person to digest it at first. Um, there are some diseases that um, can be can improve, and there are some diseases that may not. Again, at the end of the day, it's up to Hashem what's going to be. Right. And that's the bottom line. But he did say, do the best you can to get yourself better, and I believe putting good stuff into your body and, and understanding how to deal with what it is that you have and to accept it is empowering. And that takes a person out of stress mode. The doctor's office, the waiting room, is a very high-stress place. Because there are a lot of sick people in there, and, they, and and most of them are not getting better if they are coming for the same diseases. So that environment alone is not conducive to healing. A person switch, takes gets out of this place and starts to do things on a holistic basis, where medicine is not going to work anyway. So you have nothing to lose. So medicine is not improving this person's condition. So it, it's something that I would definitely take. I would definitely encourage person to try to, it to, to try it if the doctor said i am sorry we can't get you better let me uh, we're getting very close to the time now the end of the show i want to uh, just to point out that next week there's a special program i hope to have here uh um, this is a plan i can't tell you it's going to be 
But Rabbi Heinemann has a program, I mentioned it a few weeks, last week or two weeks ago, that he has a program um, on his website, the Star K, where it talks about the, uh, the, the chickens and examining them and finding broken bones and a whole discussion with that. Uh, it's very hard to do without looking at it because there is a real video. But we're going to, believe Nether, put it on this show in just audio. I'm going to try to do that. It may not work. We, we can do the video also. You can do the you video. Do the video I can't get. I can't get as a video. Can oh, I ask okay. for, maybe I'll ask okay, for the we video. Can get, uh, maybe I'll ask okay. for the video. If I can ask for the video, then I will solve the problem. Uh, that I don't know if I'll be able to get. And if we can't, then we'll try the audio, and we'll try to um, make it available with some comments that I'll put in, something of that, that nature next week in Yitzhashem. So it's a really good opportunity to listen. Hopefully, it'll be very helpful. It's not going to be the same if you don't see it. And the only way to see it is with the, we have the we have a busy, you having a video you'll be able to pick it up on the website right yes yes on our okay. website on so the Facebook hopeful, and all or, the rest or Facebook and what and all the rest of the all social rest, media okay social media I don't know anything about that Baruch Hashem okay <laughs> now let let's go to the other thing is that in two weeks in Hashem we're having uh, uh, the the kosher baker Hashem will be on our show and she will be discussing um, her health book, the health food book, which she wrote, and I think it'll be a very interesting opportunity. She won't be here in the studio. She'll be over the, over the phone somewhere, wherever she lives, and uh, Paula Scheuer, and it's uh, something that'll be very, very interesting, I think, for the ladies, maybe for the men also. Certainly, it's going to be uh, food-oriented and also for health, so I think it's an interesting opportunity. She's a very popular uh, food specialist. She's on Joy of Kosher all the time, and she's uh, got a number of books out, and I, I think it'll be a very interesting show. It's, not, it's a little bit different than we've usually had before, but since we want to follow up a little bit more, what we did today with uh, with Norman, who was uh, was been nice enough to join us, and uh, this is Norman Valdesiano, who was the Angels of Health and also Angels of Debt. And uh, Norman, you're going to tell the uh, the way they could tell uh, about uh, Dr. Clement. We hope to have a program on uh, August eighth, either in the Catskills or in in Deal. And if you want to find out the details, you're going to contact Norman, and here's his email address. Yes, and it will also well, be... Well, you got to give it to them. No, it will, it will also be on the Hippocrates Health Institute's website as uh, where Dr. Brian Clement will be. So ah. once I officially make it a date and a place, they will post it. So Very you good. can go to the website. It's Hippo- HippocratesHealthInstitute.org. My email address is norm, N-O-R-M, at angelsofhealth. Dot com. That's my email address. So then we really we really covered a lot tonight. We covered a lot. I'm Did so you happy. Think I'm it, very happy about I'm gonna it. I, see, I, think, I think we can do another show like this. Okay. You know? so maybe well, one last anecdote. Can, give, can you give us a quick anecdote from somebody that you helped? In which department? In death, <laughs> no, no. In this in in health. So I have a friend, and he opened up to me. He said, Norman, I have uh, high cholesterol taking medication, and I also am taking medicine for diabetes. I gave him two bits of advice what to do. Two weeks later, he called me, and he said he feels 100% better. He feels better physically. Then I told him to eat meat just on Shabbos, and he listened to me. And then I told him to have a salad every day, and he listened to me. 
and I told him to drink 10 glasses of water every day. Wow. And he listened to me. And I told him, make sure you sleep eight hours. And he listened to me. I said, make sure that you take a walk in the park and you don't stress yourself out. Go with your child. And he listened to me. You know what he is like now? Off all the medications. And he is calling me every day thanking me. So anyone can give advice. But I believe that the way it's delivered is the value. It's what you said before, Norman. It's that you care. It's from the heart. Right. Yes. So anyone who delivers the information from the heart, it's a better chance that it'll work. Okay. Thank you very much for joining us. Norman Balasiano, Angels of Health. Uh, You can reach him and and find out about this program with Dr. Brian Clement, which will be on August 8th, either in Deal or in the Catskills. We're not sure yet. And you could do that, contact him at norman at angelsofhealth.org. .com. Dot .com, norm, sorry. Norm, N-O-R-M. Oh, oh, sorry. That's okay. N-O-R-M at angelsofhealth.com. Correct. Okay, thank you very much for listening to Kashrus on the Air. You have a wonderful week. This is your host, Rabbi Yosef Wickler from Kashrus uh, Magazine. Thank you for listening.